Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is designed to get us into God's Word for, oh, at least about 12 or 13 minutes each day, and in that way, help us stay strong in our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. And so it helps us to stay strong in our faith and even become stronger as we continue to be in God's Word. But it also helps us to keep focused on our spiritual lives, on a relationship with God, and helps us to have a better, more spiritually framed mindset to be able to deal with whatever life throws at us. And boy, life throws a lot at us, doesn't it? Well, you know people in your life, I can guarantee you, almost without question, who need this kind of refocusing. They need to be thinking about their souls, about their spiritual lives, about their relationship with God. You maybe can help them make that shift in their thinking, their mindset, in the direction of their lives by sharing these short studies with them. Now, you can do that through Facebook friends, text messages, maybe some other technological means. But make up your mind to help them, or at least to try, by sharing these short studies with your family members, your friends, your work associates, your neighbors, literally anybody and everybody. You may help somebody or maybe a number of individuals actually get to heaven. Think what a great impact for eternal good you could be on somebody's life share these studies. We're talking about the spiritual blahs. We understand the concept and the principle of uh, Monday morning blahs, don't we? Although they're not confined just to Monday mornings, are they? It can happen any day of the week. But we're talking about a temporary kind of feeling down, temporary depression, lackadaisicalness, just a feeling of not being quite connected, lethargy. You can frame it in different words, but we're talking about it from a spiritual perspective. This is a time that is very trying on people's spiritual lives. Many people are cut off from a whole lot of people around them, if not virtually everybody, because of their, maybe their age, maybe medical conditions on an underlying basis. And so they're, they're basically cut off from being around people much. And that takes its toll. That's isolation. And that can have a, a really negative effect in a number of different ways on an individual. But even those who are able to get out It's just a continual pressure that we're feeling because of what's going on around us. And that can have, ultimately, a really degrading effect on us or kind of chipping away at our our spiritual strength. Well, we've been looking at Paul's second letter to Timothy and how that perhaps we can get from what Paul is saying here while Paul is in jail in Rome and expects to be executed, it would seem, and that comes out pretty clearly in chapter 4, maybe he's detecting a bit of spiritual blasé feeling in Timothy. Timothy can't be with Paul all the time, side by side, working with them, teaching the gospel, helping, helping people come to Christ because Paul's incarcerated. 
And so maybe Timothy is kind of down in the dumps spiritually, maybe weakening a little bit in his resolve. In verse 6, Paul says of chapter 1, Therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying out of my hands. That word from the Greek that is translated stir up there means rekindle, inflame one's mind, strength, zeal. And maybe Paul is detecting that Timothy's spiritual zeal, that fire within him, it may be going down. And so Paul is saying, get the poker out, stir up that fire, add some wood, get it burning brightly again. We left off last time in second, the second chapter in verse 15, where Paul says, be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And so while Paul cannot be with Timothy all of the time, or as much of the time as and on, and on as close a personal basis as he was able to be for so many years as they worked together, before Paul was put in prison this time, he tells Timothy that you stay in the word. You stay in God's word. You keep reading. You keep studying. And that is going to help you stay true and stay strong. He goes on in verse 16 and says, but, but profane but shun profane and idle babblings, for they will increase to more ungodliness. And their message will spread like cancer. Well, we see that kind of talk and reasoning all around us all the time, don't we? People are always coming up with some kind of of strange ideas, strange thoughts, putting out suggestions, what if, or I think maybe this happened, or this was behind that event or whatever. And Paul says, stay away from all that, all that kind of stuff. Stay in God's word. Stay focused. Train your thinking, your, your focus, and your determination on serving the Lord. You know, the word of God is powerful. When Paul wrote to the Romans in Romans chapter 1 and verse 16, he said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Now, that's the word of God, the good news of salvation through Jesus Christ. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. In Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12, the Hebrews writer spoke this way of the, of the word of God. For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and as a discerner of the thoughts and heart and intents of the heart. Well, no wonder Paul encouraged Timothy and to stay in God's word and thereby encouraged Timothy to encourage others to stay in God's word because it would sharpen them up spiritually, help them to stay strong spiritually, stay strong in their faith. Very, very important. Verse 19 of chapter 2. Nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands, having this seal. The Lord knows those who are his, and let everyone who names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. God is always watching over us. He knows who is walking with him. 
and who is not. And if you just stay strong in the faith, if you stay strong in your determination to be faithful and obedient to God on a consistent basis, he'll be there with you and for you. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13 says he'll never let you be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will always make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Peter wrote in 2 Peter 3, uh, chapter 2 and verse 9 that God is able to deliver the godly out of temptations. So, Timothy, you stay strong. You teach others to stay strong. And that's vital. Stay in God's word. That's going to help you tremendously. In verse 22 of chapter 2, he says, Flee also youthful lusts, but pursue. And the idea of pursuing is active. Pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Oh, we need to have that focus in our lives that we are actively pursuing a righteous lifestyle and everything that goes with it. The love, the peace, the faith, the righteous living, and that we're trying to live that example before others and help them to pursue these spiritual matters in their lives. And then in the next verse, Paul goes on and it says, avoid foolish and ignorant disputes, knowing that they generate strife. And a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, able to teach, patient. We get caught up in senseless arguments. And most arguments, probably, the vast majority of them, are senseless. An argument is not really communication. It's a contest. And the object of a contest is to win. And how many arguments have ended up in physical violence? How many arguments have led to marriages being broken and to friendships being disintegrated? We need to stay positive in our spiritual focus. And we need to stay determined in our spiritual focus. Now, Paul goes on in chapter 3, and he says, Know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power. And from such people, turn away. We see that reality all around us today. All around us. There are some people who say, oh, I believe in God. But they don't live anything like a godly life. They may try to put on an appearance of righteousness. But if you know them, and you don't have to know them very deeply, to see... (laughs) They're not living a righteous life. They're not dedicated to God on a really consistent and devoted basis. They're wearing a name, perhaps, but without living the life. Paul says, be careful. We need to be careful. 
with whom we associate ourselves because some of that might rub off on us. And so maybe again, he's telling Timothy, be careful with whom you're associating yourself. Be careful, stay true to the Lord. For of this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women, loaded down with sins, led away by various lusts, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Boy, there are people out there who think they're really smart and they keep learning, they keep studying something. They keep reading all kinds of matters, but they don't stay in God's word much, if at all. And so what they're learning ultimately is not helping them get to heaven. We need to be careful that we don't fall into that kind of mindset and that we don't become influenced by such individuals, but rather we need to influence them. Let's pray at this point. Father, we thank you for loving us. We thank you for giving us your word to guide us. And Father, we thank you for blessing us in so many ways and thereby encouraging us and strengthening us. Please, Father, bless us with your strength, your encouragement, with your peace and calm and patience. And Father, help us to stay positive and to be influences of all these qualities to everybody around us. Help us to be strong in our faith, to be strong spiritually, and to, to evidence that strength to your glory, to others all around us in our lives. Please be merciful and gracious with us, Father. Please forgive us, gracious Father. And hear our prayer in Christ's name. Amen.